0: So we've begun. Welcome back to The Shift, everybody.
1: Hello, uh, welcome back to The
0: Shift. It's Katie and Dez, miles apart, as usual. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we have... Uh, actually, before we before we get going properly, can we just say that we have a very exciting ep coming up. We have not only uh, a bit of chat here with myself and Katie, but Katie also did an amazing interview with Sarah Ryan. And they talk about all things uh, being an Irish woman in New York and getting used to uh, more uh, openly sexual ways. And then we're going to finish off with with a bit of a review about that. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Yes,: You went to a sex club in the meantime.
1: I did. I did. I went for the people.
0: <laughs> you You went for the people now, can I I, I, I just people. want to point right before we get into this because I think it's relevant. Uh, fair play to you for doing it, because you know you were joking a couple of weeks ago about how. You'd be all on for going – you were saying that Jess Brennan was saying, yeah, people are all on for it. But then when it comes to it, they're actually not as comfortable as they thought, you know, Irish people-wise. So on Thursday night, I was doing a show in the Knoll in North Dublin. And so I I said to the crowd, any shift listeners in? I do that every night. And there's actually never a ton, to be honest. There's very rarely more than four or five. Uh, So I said, any shift listeners in? And nobody, first time ever, nobody responded, right? And uh, so I got a message the next morning from a shift listener apologizing for not raising their hand. She said, I love the shift. I listen to it every week. And I'd like to think that, you know, I'm so liberated as a result of listening. But I was there at the show with my dad and I didn't feel comfortable raising my hand because I was with my father. And this woman was in her 30s, by the way. It's not like a 16-year-old trying to not let her parents know they listen to a sex podcast.
1: But I'd say there's more. There's. I think I was saying that to you before. I'd say there's more. More shift listeners at your show than you think. They're just like, I'm not gonna fucking be like, yeah, <laughs> listening to that sex. That sex podcast.
0: <laughs> so well, fair play to to you and uh, Sarah Ryan for letting it all out. But before we get into that, I didn't even. I I didn't know it was definitely happening. Uh, Janine messaged me, and said, "You guys yeah, went."
1: I, yeah, I didn't even text you. To be honest, though, this week has been so busy for me that i've kind of been just rolling with everything is in like right like before we went to the sex club i had worked done a podcast and ran a show and then we all went right to the well, sex well, club.
0: you know so w- w- without bringing fucking the mundanities of your life all over our no, sexy you know situation I mean?
1: <laughs> but i think that's important it's like you know one minute you're just like doing normal stuff and then all of a sudden you're like on your way to you're like i didn't even have time to think about the fact that i was on my way to a sex club if that makes so sense did you, did,
0: you, did you get nervous
1: Mm, a little bit when we were going in because so you get so when you get there, well, firstly, um, what'd you wear? Figure,
0: firstly, what'd you wear?
1: I wore a black dress, but it was booby like, so that was grand. You know, I still wear tights and stuff, so I didn't feel like I wasn't it had I, like you know, I wear that dress out anyway because I like having cleavage out, but um, it, so you so felt that way sexy, was, yeah, like I didn't feel like I was like just got, you know, not like respecting. The fact that you need to dress nice or whatever but i like still had tights on and stuff and um you could kind of once like i a lot of people were wearing lingerie but also a lot of people were were just wearing dresses as well so Uh, and all the guy uh,
0: so yeah let let me just ask before so you 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 met up with janine in advance yeah
1: yeah we met up and uh she came to my show so then we walked over to her house we had a couple of drinks before so we had two gins before and uh, just got ready. Like it was nice. It was just like two girls going out for the night. Um, and it was funny because actually a lot of my friends when they found out I was going, girlfriends were texting, being like, oh, "I wish I was going tonight. I wish you could have got me on the list and stuff." So like, I was like, "Oh, it didn't even occur to me that you guys would want to go to this." Uh, cool. So, so,
0: so then is it is it at a hotel? Is it, is this one of the ones where they rent out like a floor of a hotel?
1: No, they rented out a house. So to be honest, a house? I I, Yeah.
0: In in which borough?
1: Um, it was right beside, I guess Gramercy, because it was right beside New York Comedy Club.
0: Oh, so they rented out like an entire brownstone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Ent- wow, and they must. Uh- I'm just going to say this now because this came into my head, but they must have known there was a sex party going on there because when I was leaving, I put my Lyft and it said $72 for me to get home and it it was only a five minute walk to New York Comedy Club. So I put it in at New York and it said $30. And I was like, (gasps) looked at your friend and was like, they know there's rich people here. (laughs) They know there's sex club goers. Lyft is in on it.
0: (laughs) I I, I think that might have just been a a freak of timing. So anyway, when you get to the door, what happens?
1: So um so we pull up and it's this house it's so funny because you pull up right and it looked like a halloween house because all the windows there's red light now there's obviously blinds in all the windows but all the windows had red lights. So you're like okay that's the sex house. And um you go over and uh they open a door you go in and you're like stuck in a limbo before you get into the house. So you're kind of like there's you're queued up with a couple of people. Um and then but you could just open the door because we were standing there and some young one came in opened the door on top of your friend and hit her and then your friend like, she reminds me of an Irish girl because she was like is she trying to you know like she nearly said is she trying to start but she didn't say that she said it like an, an American phrase it's I was right. like we okay can call we're like,
0: Janine- I've called her Janine twice just okay
1: well. so we can okay great um but uh yeah so Janine was like she she, like just whispered to me she was like is she trying to start and I'm like great we're gonna get into a fight before we get in here (laughs) but but, um yeah and then um the guy let us in and uh yeah it was kind of like I was like just like oh this is like silly or whatever and uh they took our phones and then you're just in a gaff it just you're in a house it reminded me of like like a rich like a rich house in in dublin if that makes sense like if i were going to one of the rich kids house parties yeah, um, yeah. And yeah that's it's like it, a
0: period house like it's a like a brownstone high ceilings yeah classic looking right
1: yeah and so then there was free drink so you just like uh, grab your drink and then um,
0: you just but what then was your first impression up- when you walked in of the people
1: well okay so a lot of them still had clothes on um on the first floor so, and then the guys were in suits. My first impression was like, oh my God, the women are way hotter than the men. And even, the women weren't super hot either. Okay, so that's actually, that's what my first impression was. These were just normal people. Like the women were better looking than the men. Um, obviously, the men just have a lot of money. And the, but the, my, a lot of the women were like just normal looking. And I, that was kind of nice as well. Because then when they started getting into their lingerie or whatever, there was kind of like all sorts of bodies, but like, you know, like confident. And I was like... Nearly really made me feel more, I was like, yeah, go you girl. <laughs> so
0: you, so you, you found yourself getting comfortable kind of quick. Were you nervous at first?
1: Just for a second when I went in, but like, it's sort kind of, it kind of, um, slowly, like I, I thought I'd go in and there'd be like, everybody just fucking straight away, but it wasn't like that at all. It slowly eases you into it. Like it's kind of surreal in that way. It's just like, um, like everybody was just having it. Like you, there was an odd person in lingerie, but it's not, most people as well who were in lingerie who were normal people not the performers were like had like a sheer dress over it so it still was like i was like yeah you could kind of wear that you could get away
0: wearing that to the didn't feel that different to being in a club
1: no it didn't at all and then we went up so there's just a few people downstairs they're just chatting away chatting away and then i what i did notice is way more women way more women than men and then couples so i feel like a but a fair amount of the men were there with their girlfriend.
0: Right. So, well, that, a lot of that, though, has to do with the fact that men have to pay a lot more, is my understanding.
1: Oh, okay. So then but don't
0: quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. In that, yeah, I think you very easily went with Janine, and I've never gone with Janine, and I fucking wanted to go. <laughs> so, yeah. just for the record, it's easier for women to go than it is for guys.
1: Well, yeah, because it's two thousand for men to go to that one, and then the women can get in if they're passed or recommended on yes. a guest list thing. But she was saying there's another one that it's easier for guys to go to, that's cheaper. So yeah, uh, she said. You also better told crack. me
0: that, that. Oh right, yeah, but a little more full on, she said.
1: Oh yeah, so that really, like look, but yeah, so, so then she she's like, let's do a tour. So we go upstairs, and then you go upstairs. That's where all the bedrooms are, and um the first one we saw well firstly there was like when a you say that's where up. all the
0: bedrooms are what do you mean
1: so it's literally like a gaff, you know no i know but like
0: sh- are, are the bedrooms empty and you can use them or there's actually shit going on in them
1: well so the first floor um sorry there was only one bedroom and that one there was a girl who was flogging a woman tied up and like full air out vagina out now and uh she was in like lingerie but vagina out um, and were they and participants then... or performers? Performers. She was oh, like okay. it was nearly like a class. She was like, and they like it when you do this and then she like flogged the girl. And then it's really important to talk to your partner. It was like very much like she was given a, a a like an fl- instructional like a video. Whipping. Yeah, that's what
0: like I felt. like. Like you're at a flogging workshop?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was nice for me because I was like, your one who was flogging had like this is, of course, what I noticed. Um, but she had like, uh, like she still had pubes. They were just like trimmed or whatever. But I was like, oh, that that looks like me. That's great. <laughs> and then the other girl was just like completely naked, and I was like, oh, that's a naked vagina. <laughs> but, did you find uh, it?
0: Did you find it sexy, or you just thought it was kind of
1: not that? Funny? No, it not even funny. Just just like educational. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't find that sexy. I don't know. I'm not into the whole flogging. Cool. Um. But so then we went, and then there's just people just standing there. It literally was like, I felt like I was back in our college and we were just learning something, just standing around. But then um, I just think it was probably a bit too early as well for it to be highly sex, sexual, like right. yeah, a bit more sexual later. But when we went upstairs, there was someone fucking on a, like we went into a one room and there was like a bunk bed and there was a young lad having sex with a girl on the bunk bed. And when you then, say a young lad,
0: you mean a guy in his 20s?
1: yeah he turned out to be one of the performers um and then so we kind of backed out of that and then we went to the next room and that again that was
0: just a performance uh, like
1: no he was just having sex he wasn't performing at this stage we found out later he was performing he was just having sex with one of the girls at the party because then um yeah but then we just protected or unprotected it was protected. I know that because obviously, like, they're on the bunk bed, so we couldn't see anything. So we just kind of backed out because it just felt a bit weird. But then later, a few minutes later, we went in and he was standing down, and people had been watching. Then they'd come in and they were like clapping for him. And when he got off, he had a condom on. So I was like, "Oh, very good."
0: They were clapping for him.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know.
0: And at any stage, were you feeling this is a bit eyes wide shut? This is if you haven't seen that and you don't get the reference. Like, was it a bit like? Did you feel like this is fucking weird or thought you got you got very no, accustomed to it very quick?
1: I think my body just kinda like just was like, this is what you're doing now. So any sort of it just felt a bit surreal, if that makes yeah. sense. Like yeah, a little yeah, disconnected. That, right. But I was like, You're here, make the most of it. Also I didn't want Janine to feel like that I wasn't comfortable because then it would make her uncomfortable. So I was just like, Yeah, no, it's cool, everything's grand. Yeah. But
0: it did it didn't feel it. in a way like you know when you say you're at archives like did you feel you were in like one of these like interactive performance things rather than like you were there as part of it
1: absolutely because probably already i already knew i wasn't going to do anything so that's probably why i felt more like a a viewer yeah and then you you were
0: enjoying being a viewer
1: like uh... like you 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 you
0: were you were you were you found being there interesting right
1: yeah, more like in a nosy sort of way, like yeah. I felt like the nosy neighbour getting to pop into my uh, neighbour's apartment. But you were you getting a kick out of it. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, like not, oh, like, cool. I wasn't getting turned on. I no, yeah, sketch-
0: but you were, it was, it was definitely like a cool thing to be doing.
1: Yeah, it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I didn't feel judgy of them, I wasn't like, oh, yuck, what are you doing? I was like, look, that's your thing, I don't want to be up on that bunk bed, but good for you, like, fair play. Um, so then... And the how, fact how that it was it, as, in rooms as well, because, you know, I kind of thought you'd go into this place and there'd be people banging on the on the ground and it's not, it's very much like there's rooms, you can go into it, there wasn't, and then um, we went into another room and some guy was like just, uh, he was. I think he was with his girlfriend, he was just like eating his girlfriend out, but it was just like very intimate, so we stepped back out of that. And that kind of was a little giddy where you're like, that felt a bit weird, because it was like, okay, that's just a bit personal. <laughs> um, and it was...
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. even though it's not because if it was person, if they had a problem with it being public,
1: they would. No, be. no, I know they probably wanted viewers, and we were like, let's step back now. let's let them at that, and then um, so then the the show was gonna start, so then we went back downstairs, and when we went downstairs, um, it was funny because they had to kind of get people like sort of like herded around this area and they uh, were putting down rugs. It was so funny because they put down the rugs. One of them like was a big woolly blanket and I was like, oh, my stepmom got me one of those. And then the other one was like this one, this small one, like it's um, it's like a white one and it's like the shape of the animal and my grandmother has it in her sitting room. So I was like, oh, my granny has that rug. I kept commentating and Janine was probably like, what the fuck? But um, so, and then there was this couple who were there And now she was, like, wearing barely anything. They weren't part of the show. And they were definitely there. And he was, like, wearing these chunky heels, but with his suit. Like, they were this sort of, like, uh, alternative couple. And they were definitely there for the voyeurism voyeurism part because... everybody's like getting around ready for the show and they get in the middle and they start doing stuff and then the security guard comes over and had to tell them to leave and i was like oh my god that's kind of mortifying because they were probably like yes we get to like um fine and they didn't even get to they like i think he got to like kiss her vagina and the guy was like sorry the performers are coming through here now so they had to get up and leave
0: "Oh, oh no that's a downer for them
1: yeah right so um but sure i'm sure they got voyeurism later on i didn't see them later but then the performer two performers come out first and it's this the young lad so i'm like oh okay he's a performer and um
0: this he's uh, blown his load already this guy
1: yeah yeah but he's he's going again he's like he's young now like you know he's probably like early 20s like i wouldn't know you know what i don't know i would have said 21 max but but he's hot anyway yeah, yeah yeah he's a good looking okay. lad he's like i heard his accent later i'm telling you i was saying to janine i was like he should have been shouting during that performance because anyway he was like australian or something um but yeah he just he just starts fucking jackhammering her like oh it was just straight started fucking straight, straight, away. Like, did a, straight what, away did
0: he have a big dick
1: yeah yeah, it was big yeah it was pretty big it was like yeah, it was yeah it was big And me and Janine were like, ah, Jesus, like he could have got her going first. So I go, I go, eat her, eat her pussy. You heckled? And I heckled the performer. You shouted out, eat her pussy? (laughs) Yeah. I would have said eat her out, but then I couldn't remember if that's what they say over here or if it's what we say in Ireland. But then that's like out. So I just go, eat her pussy. And then I go to Janine, I've never said pussy out loud before. And she goes, And then her friend goes, I don't think they're taking audience recommendations. (laughs) And then Janine goes, here, an hour ago, you were nervous coming in here. And now you're fucking shouting, eat her pussy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Janine told me that something happened that was hilarious. I guess that was it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she texted me about it the next day. She was like, oh, my God, this is the funniest thing. Well, that's great,
0: though. So did did people laugh when you shouted that?
1: It's, uh, they, yeah they, they, i heard the person behind go oh my god you're a pussy that's so funny and i was like okay Kate, you're not here to be a comedian shut
0: the fuck <laughs> up is <laughs> like katie boy a make if anybody like <laughs> <Yeah>. my interactions
1: <laughs> have a show on monday night
0: <laughs> really good at commentating you're like fucking miholla murhertig of fucking sex clubs <laughs> yeah. and he's down now eating the pussy get down on it <laughs> oh that's great <laughs>
1: But then, um, then another guy comes who was way hotter. Like he's like a man. That's the problem with the other guy. He just seemed too much too like boyish. boyish.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this guy was like, um, like a man, um, and he's like mostly and big and fucking like, oh, Jesus, he's gorgeous. And um, he was with this smaller performer girl and she told us afterwards that she had done she'd been in the circus but they were fucking flipping each other I was like they must be like best friends and they practice all the time but then apparently they just met that night but they were flipping each other all over the place he was like they were doing 69 he was holding her eating her out and like in the air like standing up 69 standing up and he was just all about eating her out he was flipping her around and eating her out in different ways and different positions and stuff and that's what their performance was and
0: did you like that? Because uh, you, you 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 requested yeah, that earlier.
1: But all of the girls were like, yeah, good man. And then we were all talking to him afterwards. And he was like, I just love eating pussy. It's my favorite thing to do. And we were like, oh, stop. You're such yeah. a good man. <laughs> we were all like swooning at him like, oh, my God. Um, and then we but were did like, you did get, you
0: meet? At any stage, did you get turned on?
1: Um... Not that part. I got turned on a little bit later. Okay, cool. One, well, I won't. You know,
0: since you're doing so great with the play by play, I don't want to jump ahead.
1: Yeah, I had said, because they don't give your phone, and I'm so used to when things are happening like writing in my notebook, like as I go. So as soon as they gave me my phone, I was like, like writing the notes. But um, what happened then after like, that? We started. To, we actually didn't meet him until to talk we went up to an next room and um janine said to some girl this is her first time it was at a reserved area so they were like oh come on in and then the flogging woman came over and sat on me but i think she knew that i wasn't vibing it because i was like oh jesus there's like a fucking you know arse about to sit sit on me right now and i just wasn't like you know I just was like, I didn't want her sitting on me. I wasn't feeling it, so she was like talking to me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's my first time." And then she was like, "Okay, I'm not this girl's not gonna give me much," so she moved on to someone else. Okay. And then and then we went upstairs. The girl, the reserved area, like come up with us to the password area. And when we get up, the bouncer's like, "What's the password?" And she goes, "She's with she, there with us." And I was like, oh, Look at Janine. Look, I'm getting us into password areas." So we go up, and it's just that it's like some girl is getting tied up. It's her birthday and her husband's there and he bought this for her birthday and he's like fucking looks like he, like not even 10% as good looking as his wife but obviously he has like loads of money and she and the performer then comes up and he's like oh we we have to go in and do a performance for them like and we got to go in and watch and stuff but yeah she the wife is just like I want him and looked at the husband and he's like yeah if we can have him that'd be great and then she's just like you know playing with him and the husband's just watching like he's fully dressed And we're just watching it's like mad so so um,
0: so the husband was into watching his wife have action with somebody else
1: yeah i also just think he had like a really hot wife and he's like not hot and he was just like whatever you want honey (laughs) he's a cock nice yeah and then the windows we could at this stage the windows on this side on the back are like open like you can see outside and i was looking out and like i could see into other people's apartments and i was like i wonder if they know Like if they looked over, they probably couldn't see anything, but it's just weird. They're just like watching TV and I'm like looking in and I'm like, it's just like a bizarre moment
0: where I was like, that's so mad. But anyway. You were looking back, you were looking back at the old Katie.
1: I know the one I was like, oh, I'm jealous of her over there watching her soaps.
0: (laughs) The innocent Katie before she knew about this other world.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, but it was nice talking to the performers. I ended up talking to the managers. Like, you know, fucking me, like, I was like best pals with the manager then, um, of the whole place. And she was telling me her life story. She basically, um, started off as a performer when she was nineteen. She just said she loved sex and loved being like on show and stuff. And yeah the attention and then she got the opportunity to kind of run it and so she's that's it she runs sanctum and from she goes from here to la a lot and she's just like i love my life and she was very lovely very um uh, obviously very good at her job like very uh sociable
0: Um, and by the way is it um it's not like i'd never talk about this scenario is it i don't think so yeah, because you, you just said the name of it there. I just wasn't sure if there was like a thing. Doesn't Ooh, matter. Did I?
1: Did I say the name of it? Anyway. Um. So. Uh, so that was that, and then the f- we were the other performer. She was French as well, so there was a lot of like, yeah, there was anyway. So, um. Who? Oh, but you, oh watched, yeah, so then, you
0: watched the lesbian thing.
1: Yeah. So then, well, then we went back downstairs because the upstairs password one was kind of boring. So we went downstairs and like that space of time of us being upstairs, it had heated up so much. You couldn't even smell it in the air. You're like, oh, Jesus. Um so you come, we came downstairs and we walked into a room and there was um, a couple on the bed. He was eating his his girl out and uh, a lesbian couple. And they were, you know, she one of them was eating her out and they were just all four on the bed. And then there was two girls kissing on the side, like kind of roughly, like, banging each other up against the wall and stuff. Um, But, yeah, that was, like, we just sat down and watched that. And that was kind of hot, because you're like, wow, this is so weird. This is, like, like, uh, yeah, it's just, like, the only thing is, though, you can't really see anything, you know? Like, even though it's hot and stuff, it's not like watching porn, where you you like... Yeah, you're not getting the close-ups. Going up there, like, zooming in at at his tongue going into her vagina. You can't see anything. It's very... It's actually very, uh, what's that word? Like PG, not PG, but like maybe like in that regard, because there is like if there's still a screen. Unless you're going to stick your head up that they're in there, or you're going to get involved when you're lo- looking. It's kind of what, what about the sounds?
0: What about the sounds of pleasure?
1: Yeah, the girls weren't girls were making noise. They we weren't making mad noises though, which in one way makes me think that they weren't
0: acting. They were really enjoying it. They were yeah. Like, but I find that hotter. I hate the
1: yeah. Acting. Yeah, me too. And then the, the the two the girl and the guy like he was just like I don't know I also felt like maybe they were a couple but he was fucking going to town on her eating her out like and then he flipped her over and he was like eating her arse and everything and I, we were just like good man Jesus and then the lesbians as well like they were uh, they were pretty hot uh, they were both just good looking girls and uh, when your one was like eating her out the other one was like grabbing her head and like shoving it in hard- harder I was like oh my gosh Jesus um so that was the they were just yeah everybody was just eating out was, i was like oh my god everybody listened to me downstairs Go, yeah listen, on you. you
0: just needed to have a little more patience katie it was literally gonna be a fucking pussy eating fest
1: yeah oh yeah and then um um so we stayed for a little while and then i'm trying to think anything more they got so you never
0: just- at no stage did you like Think, fuck it, I'm just going to watch these girls and touch myself, right? You didn't do any... You, you you literally had no sexual behavior yourself.
1: No, yeah. There's no... I wouldn't... Yeah, I didn't feel like... Oh, I'll just stick the hand down the cax. You didn't even no. feel
0: like I'll just make out with a woman just to get that out of the way?
1: No, because... I, I mean, Look, if I went there with a different attitude, but I was definitely there of the like, oh, what's going on? Let's see. Yeah, it never even occurred to me. And also, oh, I, didn't right. really fa- I didn't really fancy anybody there anyway. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there was... Janine had a friend who was pretty hot, actually, and she was a girl. Um, oh, she just but knew
0: her there, or or arranged to meet just, her.
1: They, no, 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 they just bumped into each other. She's gorgeous. Oh my god, she was like like stunning looking. But um, she was the hottest person in there. Um, and obviously your friend is bloody gorgeous as well. Um, she told but me then, that she made you uh,
0: examine her ass.
1: Yes, great. I didn't need to exam I didn't need her to tell me to examine it. It's great Earth. Um yeah, she looks great. Like and I it's get why
0: it's been mentioned on this podcast before.
1: Yeah, no, she's a great boy and she's a gorgeous. Little girl, it's gorgeous. But I can see why if you have like a job that's um just like nine to five, let's say and you don't want to you want to show your body off and feel uh, like kind of looked at and stuff in a safe space i can get why she would choose to go to there to wear kind of like very sexy flimsy clothes or whatever because um yeah i get it i get because even i was like oh you know i wouldn't mind walking around here in lingerie because actually i like my body and i think i'd be like it would probably be like make you feel a bit better about your body so i can see why the women do that if that makes sense
0: Yeah, and in a way, it's such a weird thing that you have, well, that anybody, including myself, would have to do so much thinking about it, because you would go to the pool or the beach, and it wouldn't fucking cross your mind at all. Yeah. And on the beach, Mm -hmm. I'm playing beach volleyball, I'm definitely going to be less clad, probably, than I would be at, like, this event. But at that event, I'd be really aware of myself, whereas on the beach, I wouldn't give a shit. So So much of it is mental.
1: Well, like, let's say if I wore what Janine wore, she wore like this uh, lingerie bodysuit thing. It's sheer, but it's like seat or whatever. Let's say I wore that to a night out. It would invite guys to kind of grab me and touch me and stuff. And I d- don't think it did it at the sex club because they're all yeah. all dressed like that. And a guy, a guy like did we were, talk to me.
0: But sorry, I was going to say, was, like we were talking about in terms of um, what Jess Brennan was talking about. It's kind of the opposite in terms of it's it's way safer than going out going to these clubs because everybody does kind of respect boundaries, right?
1: i d- i did feel like there was um um I why well, don't like going to Madow nightclubs anyway. So but I did nobody like grabbed me or touched me or made me do anything inappropriate and there was bouncers every fucking way you looked. So in fairness, that I can see. And the one guy who spoke to me was like, Hello and I was just like or he said something like, how are you? And I just said, I'm grand. And I turned around. So I, like, and then he was fine. He was like fucked off and talked to someone else. So there was Didn't a... feel weird. Uh, yeah. And look, the thing with people having to pay in as well, you know, that's a lot of money that they've spent. So you're not going to get fucking kicked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do some stuff that's going to get you lose your money. But, um, but I was like, the free drinks are great. I was like, Jesus, I should get on this guest list all the time and have a few pre drinks on yes. the night that I want to go out. But the music was shy. And I think that's that took away from it for me. Like, I would have loved to have a little... If there was a room where you could actually dance, I would have had a way better crack. And to let dancing lets me be free. But um, kind of puts me in the... So that would have changed my experience a lot. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Did I say it? Rem- yeah. Do you know why it reminded me of a gaff party in Ireland? When you're, like, younger and you go to your friend's gaff party and then people disappear into rooms and they, like, start doing stuff. That's yeah. what it reminds me of, except for the doors are open. Like, if you could have went in um so in one way i guess that's probably why i felt a little comfortable because i was just like oh, it just feels like when i was younger got into a gaff party <laughs> but um we Go then up. uh we left the girls and we went into another room and there was an older guy now i'd say his face his face was oh i don't know maybe 55 let's say 55 like it was all right he could have been even older but his body was like 30 or 25 like he was fit and we were like fair play to him and he was having sex with this girl but he was like having good sex with her he was like no, you know she was a lot younger and but anyway uh he was like it was like kind of it was like as if we were watching a movie or whatever and we were both when like, you say good
0: sex you mean like it looked passionate and caring and
1: yeah like he was he had a good uh what did janine say he's a good stride is that is that the right was that <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> so he was like um just yeah and then yeah it just looked enjoyable so and the, the, like they were both enjoying it and she was making noises and yeah and then you could yeah like in in the right spaces and stuff so we watched that for a little bit and then and then we left that room um and then there was some, uh, the whole time, there's this little short old guy, and I definitely recognize him from somewhere. Like, I think he must be famous, but he's, like, fucking 90. And he was walking around the whole time, just, like, looking in the rooms and, like, laughing. And then, co- like, coming up to me laughing and then, like, walking around. And he wasn't doing anything. He was fully dressed, like, but he was definitely, like, I don't know, but he looked like a rich, famous guy I've seen on something before. Right, okay. Um. And then, uh, kind of, anyway, kind of looked like that Playboy bunny guy before. He's dead, so I don't yeah. know who. Is. Anyway,
0: you shouldn't but, name anybody. Anyway,
1: yeah, yeah, but no, but he looked like him. I wouldn't name him anyway, but he yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. him, like that kind of vibe. And then, um, we went down, and then Janine was like, "Okay, so we we can leave now." And I was like, "Grand." So then, when I went downstairs to get my coat, there was the first performer the young fella and their other girl and another girl just lying downstairs uh just like still half naked and they were just like giggling chatting about their lives and it just felt so weird they just seemed like a bunch of kids like to see them in that zone um and they were just like chatting away about their lives and I was looking for my jacket so I was like half listening but I was like that was kind of bizarre for me because you're like oh okay this is like you know real people with like they were just like talking about like being in america and stuff because i don't think they were he definitely wasn't from america so he was chatting about it but yeah so that was kind of weird great um and then yeah i just got my stuff and that was it we we left we left Sweet. um yeah so
0: well that was yeah. a big uh that was a, a big uh what would one say sacrifice or a, a big up for the podcast katie you took one for the team there.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I know that yeah. you wanted
0: to do it, and it's very, you know, but very interesting.
1: Yeah, like, it's still not my cup of tea. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't feel the need to go. You're not
0: dying it. to go back?
1: I'd go back with Janine for the crack, like, you yeah. know, and for the free drinks, and if they were about music, and just to, I'm, like, all about, I'm just nosy. Like, if she was like, let's yeah. go to that other one, I'd be like, yeah, let's go check it out, but I'd have no urge to go, like.
0: But she's a good partner at, for you, because she doesn't really partake
1: yeah yeah so um and she was just good fun like i really enjoyed her company as well um and but yeah like i wouldn't it's not like i'd be like oh we need to go to the like i don't or or, or, yeah i had no need to go have sex there but um yeah i wouldn't have been able to have sex anyway because i'd got my period that night
0: (laughs) oh god you got your period the night of the fucking sex party
1: yeah it was funny like i'm was. i sure
0: there was somebody in there was like oh i love pulling them out oh yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah probably someone yeah. maybe that guy who sniffed it off a room me and he was that. like hello <laughs> yeah. sorry what was that maybe that guy sniffed it off me and he was like hello I'm like right. no back up <laughs> hello
0: i think you're on your period that's my thing <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god all their lovely white sheets in their bedroom um yeah there was no towels now for the period actually that's why i should send them a message being like you know you should have the towels ready for the period you should have some rooms with red towels in it
0: <laughs> the red room yeah so that's well, that's it, great. Yeah. Well well done, Katie. Very interesting.
1: Thanks. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure they have something like that in Ireland, but probably not as good. I mean, I know Sanctuary is Sanctuary, but that's, that's kind of a different thing. It's more like a nightclub vibe. But uh, that um, I, there's probably some, some small level things like that in Ireland, but I, I've, I've never heard of them. I've never come across them.
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: I just can't imagine the, the standard being as high.
1: Yeah, and well, look, knows? people have money here, more people, I don't yeah. know, I guess people do have money in Ireland that I didn't realise, but like, it's New York City, these, these you know, there was, they just have the money to do, like, if there was 60 men there, let's say, like, there was way more women, let's just, I don't know, maybe 50 men, that's 52 grand, I can't do that math, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, so let me ask you uh, last question on this, do, do you think, would you have any judgments about it? And and you can be honest.
1: Um like, like, I did, I did,
0: like, like did you did you think that there was something wrong with it or that, you know, it's weird that these people are into it or
1: no, I had no judgment on them, but I thought I did think, God, I hope my future partner doesn't want me to go do this. Right. <laughs> because I saw a lot of couples and I thought, I wonder if they're both into it or You know, so I definitely know that I wouldn't be comfortable with my, with like, maybe, but you don't know, maybe in 10 years i would be like, let's go fuck at the sex club. And, you know, so you just don't know, things change, but there wasn't any judgment, but it did come into my head thinking, I hope my next partner doesn't. It it's not like something they want to do or whatever but other than that no not at all i kind of thought like look whatever you're into and it, the whole thing was so safe and the people were really nice and polite and and you know the and, thing is
0: that it's it's really a very small percentage of people that will ever come across this type of world anyway so in actual fact you're only thinking that because you were at it because it'd be it'd be, be be rare enough i'd say for it to come up in, in in a relationship and that's not a judgment on saying that if it does come up that it's weird but it's it, you yeah know, you're, not, you're not in mainstream society when you're going to this stuff
1: yeah you wouldn't I be going there f- if
0: you weren't doing a sex podcast odds on
1: no i wouldn't i wouldn't even have heard like do you know even my friends and i was telling them they're like what but they were all like oh i'd love to go like you know um uh tori piskin said she wants to she wants to go and she was like "We well, you asked janine well, hey like, i think you I
0: guys should go again i i listen i'd love to i'd love i'd love you to take i'd love to go tori and then uh we do uh, uh, a bit, do bit another- more wild well, just, I'd like to get Tori's take on it. She's very expressive. She's <laughs> like, I'll oh my God. Like, <laughs> well, you know what would be even better if fucking Tori and her mother to go? That'd be fucking hilarious.
1: I said it to her last night on the phone. I go, we got your mom to go. And she goes, I couldn't deal with that,
0: Katie. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, she was
1: like texting us that night going, I oh, wish I was going. And she called me straight afterwards. She was like, what was it like? Um, yeah, well,
0: she, but listen, just, 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 I mean, just on the front of, you know, why some couples were there. I mean, I guess. I guess if you've been together a long time, it is yeah, a well, this, way it is a way yeah. to to bring a bit of extracurricular activity without it being dishonest. You know, there is there is something nice no, about yeah. how can we spice things up? I mean, if you've been banging the same person for 15 years but you're both very sexual people, it is a kind of a safe way to add a bit of excitement, you
1: know? No, I agree with you and that's why I say i had no judgment on the people there and that's the reason why i say that is because i think i'm the type of person where if my partner and i love them ask me to do anything i just fucking put my big boots on and go do it <laughs> do you know what i mean so that's why i kind of thought oh for fuck's sake i bet you now i'm gonna end up here now in a few years because my partner is gonna fucking want me to do this and i'm just gonna have to fucking do it <laughs> so that's where i was yeah. kind of like a, now i'm sure whoever i'm with if they were like you're not 100 percent comfortable but i'd be like you know, I think. But odds on,
0: odds on, it's not, it's not gonna come up. You know, it is, yeah. it is. That, but it that is was the only niche. thing that came.
1: Yeah, that was the only thing that came into my head. I wasn't. Well, I didn't. And I didn't. They, nobody felt creepy. Like there was no. They were just like not attractive men. They just men with money. But they didn't feel. They weren't like coming yeah. up and grabbing you. Well, that's great. Because I fucking served. I bartended for a long time. Bartended nights here in New York City, and the finance guys fucking cheek at them sometimes like you come out to grab gla- oh, they'd yeah. be grab
2: and, and they know
1: any. they'd know that you're you they haven't paid yet and you're waiting for that 20 percent tip so they feel like you feel like you're kind of owned by them and that was when i was going to there i thought it's gonna be these fucking finance guys and they're gonna fucking grab me and it wasn't like that at all none of them nobody touched me inappropriately or nobody felt like they owned me or whatever and like they're paying two grand so anyway so that was a positive from it
0: great so yeah, well grand. done well done katie now um also you're such a busy week katie uh you also uh did an interview with sarah ryan an actress from dublin living in nyc yeah do you want to uh she's do want to tee yeah, that sorry.
1: up so did i met sarah she came she came to your show a couple of years ago and that's how she's seen me and she's been following me since and then she just came to my show at New York Comedy Club and hung out with us afterwards and she was just like fucking telling all these stories and so openly and I had been with my Irish friends all night and none of them are 10% 10% as openness, and they were all just like male open looking at her, like as she was saying all these stories about these guys she's had sex with so I was just like, I said it to her afterwards, I was like I'd love to get you on and just because you're so open and comfortable, would you just chat a bit about your you know, coming over here and you experience sex here and yeah. she was like yeah Grant, yeah, go for it
0: <laughs> So here is the chat that you had with Sarah Ryan and we'll be back after the chat
1: Yeah, you, well,
3: you said when you moved over here you would start a lot of casual sex. Because you not done casual sex at home? No, I had been in like pretty much a twelve year relationship in Ireland. Okay. Um there was like a break in between where I did um have another boyfriend. Um but ultimately yeah we got back together. So yeah, that was a long that was a long L slog with the same schlong. Like <laughs> So what you came over to America? And you're so like, I I'm came right. here, and I definitely, yeah, like it was a, it was a difficult relationship at the end, and, um, you know, I went, you know, it was all very, you know, went through a hard time, then moved to New York to find myself and uh, become this new woman, and I definitely just got a new lease of life coming here, um, and I also realized coming here, like no one knows you, you can do. Whatever you want, yeah, exactly. you can be whatever version you want to be of yourself. And I think I just ultimately found the realest version of me. You know, I was able to live live life to the fullest. That sounds like a fucking <laughs> that is so cheesy. Live life to the fullest via yeah. sex, via sex, yeah, <laughs> and freedom. That you know.
1: So you were saying
3: why you would start? So when did you start? How did you tell us about? I, yeah. So I don't. Well, actually. So, I'm going to blame my stepmother, <laughs> which I shouldn't uh, not blame her, but she gave me a card, unbeknownst to her, she ignited this uh, sexual flame, so to speak, because she gave me a card when I was moving to New York, because it was only coming on a whim, like, maybe for the summer, we'll see how it goes, and she gave me, like, a going away card, and inside it, she wrote, say yes to everything. <laughs> Now, obviously, she meant that in a very, um, you know, wholesome way, you know, like have all the fun. But I kept this in my mind so that when scenarios presented themselves, I was always reverting back to say yes to everything. Um, And then I found myself in some very um, unusual predicaments. My first um, sexual experience in New York was on my third day. Um, Your third day my third in day New in New <laughs> York. Yeah, I was in a gay bar. Okay. Um, my friend was bartending, so I came because, like, on my tobler because you know didn't know anyone else, and uh, there was this go-go dancer. Now I'm not proud of this story. I
1: tell you what is a go-go dancer.
3: Go-go dancer is like a male dancer in like a thong on the <laughs> stage, very ripped, very muscly, shaking his arse basically and his mickey. Uh for dollars and uh jesus i've been living in a different new york i tell you and um so naturally i assumed he was gay yeah um and my friend got me up on the stage with him or something you know because he was like oh it's my friend sarah's first time in new york blah 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 so he got me up on stage and was dancing with me and i noticed he started like really like he was into it like he was going hell for leather gyrating with his like greasy chest up against me and i was like mind me top it's only new one um
1: <laughs> that's the title of this episode mind me top. It's, it's only new
3: one that is so funny um and anyway he starts trying to whisper my ear and like come on to me basically and i remember turning and being like you're gay. Like, I'll tip you if you want. You don't have to pretend to fancy me. like. Yeah. And he, basically, long story boring, he turns out he was straight and was like, no, like, I'm really into you. And I thought, well, sure, fuck it. Like, you know, Colombian as well he was. Not much English. Um, Perfect. Yeah. And so he was like, I finish at four. Like, you know, let's go back to my place. So I was like, all right, I'll, mm. I'll say yes to Definitely. that. Let's go. Say yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jersey. He lived in Jersey, the one and only time I think that I've been in Jersey, and uh, went home with him. His house was full of, like, uh, pictures of Jesus and the Sacred Heart and, like, Mary and everything. Oh, lovely. Nice Um, acrodisiac. Yeah, and I... Yeah, I just went with it, but it was very strange. And he had disco lights in his shower. It was all, it was all mad, or like in his bathroom. It wasn't in the shower, but like you know, going for a wee. And uh. but yeah, then he passed out after and proceeded to snore very heavily. Did you stay over the night? Well, I had no choice because, because you're in Beckham, Jersey. I didn't have an American number yet. Yeah. I didn't have Uber, nor did I know what Uber was. Yeah. And I didn't know where it was. Um. So. I just sat and jet lag kicked in. So there's no sleeping coming out of me. Oh, so and sweet. I just had to sit and wait for him to wake up. He drove me home at 6pm the next day.
1: I you
3: spent did, you didn't wake until 6 or <laughs> No. So you're just I sitting ended there going there and out watching that. telly <laughs> in a sitting room. And we'd bought cheesecake on the way home and I ate the cheesecake on the couch Jeez. in a pair of his tracksuit bottoms just waiting for him to wake up. Was he good? Was the sex good? Um, honestly, now I don't remember. Uh, one night stand. My first one night stand, over here, yeah, yeah, over here, yeah. And Needless to say, I never saw him again. Yeah, which is like didn't even ask for the number. Folly. It was just like good luck now. I don't think you need me on disco like
1: In the bloody with Jesus staring at you while you're trying to orgasm. No, thank you. No.
3: Says and me I'm who, sure I didn't orgasm to be honest.
1: I'm such a hypocrite. Like he says me, as guys are having sex with me, I'm like wearing a cross. <laughs> 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 one guy asked me to take it off and I go no. No way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> What it's difference like, would it make if yeah, you had the necklace on? I know. And I go, it keeps
1: me safe. It's keeping me safe from your STDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all
3: we need is my necklace.
1: <laughs> and so, coming over here, did you feel more free to have the casual sex? Because it's a city where nobody knows you.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a city where no one cares. Yeah. Do you know? Really? If anything, people over here champion you for, um, you know, being confident and outgoing, and you know, like I even clothes that I wear now that I would never have worn in Ireland, but and that comes with this newfound confidence. And I suppose it's getting old, and you know, you love yourself you, more and you blah blah blah. And... But then I went home yeah. and I wore a dress. I went to my um, friends' thirtieth uh, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I found this gold, very low cut, like absolutely OTT. don't know who I thought I was, but I saw it and I was like, I'm having you. And anyone here that saw, either saw me in the dress or saw photos of it were like, oh my God, you look stunning. Like, look at your tits. You look great. And I was like, I know, yeah. Um, And a couple of friends at home in Ireland were, their response was, Jesus, who do you think you are now? (laughs) And someone, and it really pissed me off. This girl that I don't really know was like, "How did you keep that on? Like, did you have tit tape?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I just have fabulous tits. <laughs> I just have great." tits. <laughs> you
1: should have been just like, "No, he's just letting them
3: uh, fall out." But, but it's just I, this
1: weird, like, I think that's judging. I think, um, I think that's changing though, because I see with my sister when she puts a post to her and her friends. Mm. Now even I'm like Jesus the girls are wearing very, very revealing Stuff but yeah. I, I so I do think it's becoming More of a show yeah, your body Maybe,
3: But maybe but I think it, the generation like we grow five, Yeah oh with my God. My, with my Friends I think they're kind of like ah, You are a bit old for that now And yeah. I'm like absolutely Whereas not. here you could
1: be 60 and you could have like You could be walking down the road in like a bikini And people would be like
3: you go girl Yeah, yeah. and I out. think that's Just yeah that's just the energy that I fed off Yeah and no one honestly that like no one really knows what you're doing no one knows who you are you know there's and, that
1: and you feel comfortable even talking about this now because people hear it back home you're like because now you're like fuck it
3: oh well I mean like I'll be Scarlet for me to Alex do <laughs> you know what I mean he loves he's like obsessed with Des Bishop like he has a selfie with him there he sent me because he sent me a picture like met yeah. Des in Pavilion and I was like alright you're on first name basis like sound yeah well you should be like oh, just say I did this for you dad yeah.
1: <laughs> I had all that sex those years so that I could get just on Des so Bishop's podcast. Des can give you a shout out.
3: <laughs>
1: oh my god. I'll get involved. Well, head. yeah,
3: Now, ultimately no. I mean again, I think it's just getting to a point in your life where I'm like, This is me, do you know? Um it doesn't define me just because I've had Sex with whoever, or you know,
1: no, I love that because I, I, yeah, definitely that's something I've tried to since I moved to America be more open with, more mm. comfortable, and I've spoken a lot about it on the podcast. So, my board of listeners, but yeah, um, something else you were talking about was I was talking about the fear of catching an STD. We had spoken about, yes, a guy saying to me, so for the listeners, I a guy say. I said we weren't going to have sex because he didn't have a condom or he... No, sorry, that's a lie. He didn't want to use a condom because he couldn't keep it up mm. Um, with a condom while drunk. And I was like, well, then we're not having sex. And he goes, but all the girls here never make me use a condom. And I was like, okay, well, that just makes me want to use a condom with you more. For yeah, sake, that's terrifying. Yeah. So then I was telling you that and you were saying about your...
3: Yeah, I thought I was invincible. <laughs> Um, and most of the time like And this is great for the listeners Because it is I've had some I've You know Oh just pull it out And then like No I know And I think people And I In Ireland especially like And for me growing up Getting pregnant Was the worst thing That could happen to you Yeah There was no talk of anything else Even to this day I'm I'm in fear of getting pregnant <laughs> Because my dad Will probably bait me like <laughs> um, But That was the only thing You were worried about So like Just pull out Or you know I'm on the pill yeah it's grand you know um so on the whole like i i was safe but there was you know inevitably a few times where you're drunk or i don't know you've used you've got one condom and you've used it and then you go to do it again and you're like ah i don't want to not do it because it was so good the last time so go on sure you know we'll risk it yeah risk it for a biscuit like um and the first time, um, me and my friend Emma, we were like, should we go and get tested? Because she convinced herself she had AIDS. Okay. And this, she's here. Oh, this is Yeah, here. she okay. was here. She's back home now. Um, so we worked up the courage to go. Yeah. Um, and the fear of going because you're like, I, would rather just live, you know, the with first... with the disease than to actually know that I have something.
1: I swear to God, the first the first time I was tested was in New York, and I remember that, that couple of hours waiting at the free clinic. I thought, mm. I it's just, it's, just it's
3: just horrific. Just like, just yeah, off, like, yeah, having to off. Like, yeah. Um, when Googling, they do that, like how to the... live, like how like prep and all, and how oh, to live God. with HIV, like. <laughs> it's so. But the first time, we didn't have anything and we were delighted, and um, that was all grand. And then I went again a couple of months later, probably like six months later, because I go for smears very regularly. All right. So I'm like, why you're great. down there? Um, you know, you might as well do it all. Do you know, um, and again, because I hadn't had that the last time, and I was like, oh, I've been having a lot of sex and I'm grand. So. You know, I clearly can't get anything. And the doctor was like, you know, seven to ten days. <clears throat> the doctor I go to has like a web portal. So you just can log in and see your stuff. It's all very high tech. Um, About four days later, my phone rings and they're like, this is the office of Dr. Wall, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And he was like, yeah, Sarah, um, just got your results back. And my heart was going a dinger. Like, I was in work as well. And I was like, just fucking tell me, like, what is it?
2: <laughs> and
3: he was like, yeah, you, you, you've got chlamydia. And I thought I wanted the world, like, the ho- oh, just sw- so- open up and swallow me. And then he goes, and gonorrhea. And I was like, no not two of them and also they're just the dirtiest names like they're absolutely disgusting (laughs) and I instantly fell into the depths of depression I was like I'm a terrible human um like you're just you're filthy you're dirty you're a stupid bitch number 1 we're so hard um, to ourselves yeah it was absolutely horrific and i was so full of shame and i didn't want to tell anyone and equally like i didn't have sex afterwards for ages because i was like no that's it i'm done i'm yeah. joining the nunnery like it's not for me like that life no um and i also was seeing someone at the time only very new and although we had had sex with condoms and i was like it's probably grand but then the little voice in my head was like, oh, but what if he does have it? And then you keep having sex with him and then you get it again. And just like, it's the better thing to do. So I actually, um, and thanks to the knob log, I was able to go back and see <laughs> who I had gone bareback with and who I hadn't. Thanks so, God you're so organized with your <laughs> sexual partners. Jesus Christ. So I did, have you seen that episode of Sex and the City where Miranda has to ring yeah. All the guys, yeah, I, I did that. Fair. But places. I did it in a text form. Okay. And I also worded it in a way that was like, You may have given it to me. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm just letting you know that you might have something. Um, and it was horrific. Like, I was so embarrassed doing it. But at the end of the day, I was like, it's the right thing to do. Has to be done. Um, and then your man that I was seeing, I was heartbroken because I was like, I'm gonna so have to ring him and be like, so this happened and but he was like oh wow okay he was like well I mean thanks for telling me I'll go to the clinic and get myself sorted and I was like okay and then I wanted to be like we still on for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were not in fact on for oh, tomorrow the fucker.
2: Um, well
3: yeah we didn't we had a bit of space for a while I think we like went on like we met up another one time after that yeah. but I mean I definitely was like I wouldn't really want to go near you again if you came to me with that news. Do you know? Yeah. But I will say, so I kept all the shame inside. felt like a horrible person. Um, and then I did confide in a friend of mine. And straight away, she was like, Ash, I've had that three times. That's nothing. She's yeah. like, just take the tablet and you're grand. Well, this is what
1: well, I was going to say. Like, I think now you know that if someone came to you and they were like, oh, look, I, ha- I had this and I'm getting it started. You'd mm-hmm. be like... Okay, Grant. I think it's just when you don't,
3: yeah. and also I think if you were the situation as well. Like we didn't know each other very well. Like maybe yeah. he just wasn't that into me anyway. And then he was like, "Well, yeah." But like on my, your bike,
1: on your bike. But this, <laughs> this is the thing as well. So now let's say uh, I know because I didn't grow up when any fucking. I think it was like one class of sex ed, and it was horrific. It wasn't that he didn't. We didn't. Oh, le- absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't learn about STDs. So. I with, even with chlamydia like so now I know. Clamidia. Well, I learned
3: about chlamydia. I remember in secondary school because that haunted me, and so went about being infertile. If you get it, Jesus, and that is the one thing that stuck with me. So then I was like, not only am I an absolute dirty stop out, and I'm riddled, I'm now infertile. And I'm never going to have kids.
1: Isn't it fucking? That's horrible. Like, and then if you talk to an American here, like about even I think one of the Americans last night at the table when you said about the chlamydia, they were like. Oh, yeah, just get antibiotics. It's grand. Yeah. And they just know they're like, it's yeah, a Yeah. And it
3: was a waste confiding in someone and having that reaction, like not having like shame, shame, yeah, shame, like pointing be, be. at you. Shaking holy water on you, like
1: <laughs> you put um, holy
3: water on your vag. Yeah,
1: I only <laughs> bathe in holy
3: water. Um, I had um sex with someone I was I was um, been
1: seeing, and this I'll talk about it on the pod. Oh, <laughs> my! You think Go your on. father, my poor father, <laughs> <laughs> he's given up that I'm an innocent girl a long time ago, but the condom came off and went inside me, hmm. and um. And so he had sex with me for a little bit without the condom and obviously I'll just have to get tested and stuff and I'm sure he'll be fine but I'm so paranoid that I could the whole day could feel my vagina burning. Yeah. Like, and that's not real. That's not true. No, that's I know. me in my head. Yeah. I have serious issues with just like freaking out about stuff like that and like, sure, look, if you didn't get anything you'd be grand. And it was just two seconds that the, that yeah. the condom like decided to go make camp up in Katie's vagina. <laughs> Going on a little nature walk. And then I tried to Pick, pick it out. This is so disgusting. Listeners, strap in. Try to pick it out. I was telling you this earlier, and then I couldn't find it. So we were looking around yeah, the bed, been, and he I've was in like, there. It's and in it's
3: there. Horrific. So then he had to go stick his finger. <laughs> yeah, Up there. I'm surprised you let him now. I don't think I'd be letting anyone else. Well, I had to be? Cause I have long nails. No, I, I could, had a terrible time. I couldn't. I, I physically couldn't, and I was freaking out.
1: Yeah. And he was like, "Let me." And then all of a sudden, his phone whips out, and there's a flashlight down at my vagina, and
3: I was like, "No one needs to see my vagina." that close get them no you never her. want a flashlight anywhere oh down there
1: God, that was just and he was like Snow. I'm
3: picturing him in one of those hard hats and like you know the <laughs> the torch that's like strapped on the front like the he's like ready dwarves, to go hi ho hi ho it's up for vag we go
1: but you know so like the listeners will know that I've been trying to um, I really wanted to have sex again The last guy I had sex with I like cried afterwards I didn't really enjoy it It felt more like A fucking performance Than I You, you know Cried afterwards No I did oh. <laughs> he didn't see me crying out the poor lad but I was like oh, Jesus. it was more just because it was the first person I'd had since an ex-boyfriend who had lied anyway it was, mm. it was, there was a lot going on okay. but I, I was just yeah. like I need to get back into like seeing people yeah. and have fun and have you know and treat it you mm. know and so I was like this was like a you know like, this is like our third date and fucking condom
3: goes it's unlucky.
1: Wayward. that was his
3: equipment though I blame him
1: yeah well we won't talk about that <laughs>
3: Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um men. Um but I will say having that experience only made me far more safer moving forward. forward. And I get checked regularly. Yeah. Even if I'm just take a notion. Even if it's like completely irrational to think that I have something because like there's no you know you've used condoms you've been very good I'll still just be like no I'm just gonna go just and you're just, and especially with the free clinic here
1: yeah that's what I was about to say and I don't know what you I-
3: just put aside like an hour or two of your day and you're grand and it's just for the peace of mind you know
1: and that's it Like that's, it. and I'm sure in Ireland there's free clinics as well and then you just feel great you feel very accomplished you've yeah
3: been. you feel like such an adult yeah no I have to Um. Have to go. and then you know that's also kept in the log as well so then you can see who you've been with in between in case of something happens, you know. I think
1: this is a great way to approach casual sex to go home and and especially if you are going to be drinking, just to be like, okay, what kind of did I like about this and what I didn't? Yeah, was there confidence? Yeah, and
3: I've learned a lot because obviously, like having one sexual partner for so long, um, I realize now in hindsight, although we had a good sex life, it wasn't like yeah as diverse as I have experienced now. Absolutely. And I know what I like. I know what I don't like. Um, Certainly casual sex has gotten less appealing for me, but I think that's an age thing as well. You know, I'm kind of like, I know it's there and I could, you know, like there's some guys who would still like hit me up, do you know what I mean? Because I have, I've, Friends, because I work at a bar, do you know what I mean? So, like, there's lads that I've hooked up with before, but we're still mates and they'll still come in and have a drink. But the odd time, you know, I'll get a text like, you up or whatever. And where a couple of years ago, I probably would have responded like, yeah, fuck it, come on (laughs) now. Like, um, now I'm more inclined to be like, ah, I've taken my makeup off, I'm in my jammies, I'm actually grand because you're probably not going to rock my world. That's the other thing. Well, that's it. 90% of it. Not ninety, actually, that's very bad. <laughs> um, you know, let's say fifty percent wasn't great, like yeah. was grand. But yeah, yeah. probably would have been better off sticking the kettle on and taking out your vibrator, you know. Oh Jesus. Yeah.
1: Me and my vibrator.
3: Yes, I only got a vibrator. I heard ta- yeah, I heard that was it the last uh
1: podcast you were talking about? Yeah, it? My best friend. The last episode.
3: It. Yeah, I was the same. Had uh, never known that this was a thing. And then my friend got one, and I she was ordering on Amazon. And I was like, "Yeah, stick two in the trolley. I'll take one." <laughs> and uh, initially, I was like, "Oh, men are ruined now. Like they'll never pleasure me again." This thing is my new best friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, great invention. Also, something I'm like every woman needs to know about this. I honestly,
1: I've bought. I bought my my friend now. She'd gotten married vibrator my other friend was meant to buy her one but I mean, i'm gonna buy her one here a really good one and she lives in la i'm gonna send it mm. to her i'm like literally like this is this is what i'm meant to do in yeah is the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help these women who are not orgasming they're or not i know sure. i
3: tell you there has to be so many women definitely in ireland i think but mm. possibly worldwide think so. who think they're having a good sex life but you're probably not and I think that, have you watched Sex Education?
1: No, not mm. Sex Education, sorry. Not Sex, actually, I was watching, I'm just watching so much now, I'm getting confused, but I was watching that new movie, To the Boys I've Loved, still. Oh, yes. And have gir- I seen that? I think I have, yeah. a girl and it says to her friend, they're only 15 or 16, and she goes, don't have sex with him until you know how to, you know how to pleasure your, you know how to yeah. enjoy yourself. And I was like, isn't that fucking great that are yeah. saying that? That's, exactly. There needs to be, there needs to be, Fucking female sex education. I'm going to write it. Let's write it Yeah. <laughs> <It's changed the laughs> Let's change the world. Let's go. <laughs> Can we swing back though? One because, orgasm at a time. Oh, what else did I want to ask you? You think the date etiquette's different here as well from when you were home?
3: Uh, oh, yeah. That took a while now to get used to. And I probably still am 100% used to it.
1: But do you think, do you think it's gotten, I think now when I sp- speak to my friends back home in Ireland, it's gotten more like New York City. So I just think that they were just slower to catch up with it, but it's right. starting like this, that they're all on online...
3: Yeah, online and this whole thing of like seeing a few people. I know. Now don't get me wrong, I've done it and it's great crack when I'm the one in control. Like I'm the one playing the field and I've got me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night planned. But to think about someone else. And I think the difference is when you start to kind of maybe catch feelings. Yeah. That then you're like, oh no, I don't don't want you to be seeing other people. Like you should be mad about me because I'm... Deadly, like have you not met me? Yeah, like um, it's it's a strange one, and it's a strange one to have to have that conversation of like, so, are you seeing so anyone else at the moment? You know, yeah, because I do feel
1: like any time I was seeing anyone at home, we were all friends. We all knew the group. Yeah, we're someone's here.
3: You're anonymous, like completely. You and you, be when doing they're not you, they're gone. You're, you're gone. Yeah. Right? yeah. And if they live in another borough, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. That's so funny. Yeah, it is strange, and it does lead to like, I don't want to say like trust issues in like a very serious sense of the word, but you know you are a bit wary, and like, if he's not free to meet me, well then what is he doing? Who is he with? But that comes with, from my point of view, that comes with people that I've actually had feelings for and wanted more from yeah um by the same token i literally have had a lunch wait a lunch wait a lunch date like on a wednesday and then had another day planned with another fella at seven o'clock that night for dinner like
1: and you've done that here yeah and that's very normal here
3: yeah which i haven't done that now but yeah i mean i did it once <laughs> yeah, just because I don't have the time. Yeah, I know. It was it was a stress. Now I have to say when when the second one was rolling around, I was like, Jesus Christ, why did I make this plan? Like, who do I think I am? I know,
1: and then you be why'd well, be just like, did I ask him this question or is that the guy earlier? Yeah,
3: that's the other thing. When you're talking to a few different people, you're like, yeah, you have to keep track. You need another, you need another log. You do log everything. <laughs> keep track of what you're saying to people. Like, um, but. Because people's schedules are so busy here, and you know, if if you do want that time where even if it's just to have like affection from someone or to go for dinner with someone and spend time with someone, when you have four or five on the go, there's always someone free. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's always gonna be one of them available. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. But it's definitely not sustainable, I don't think. And I think it plays more into, into men's favour as well.
1: Here, definitely, yeah, as well. do you know, definitely in New York, because City.
3: most girls really, at the end of the day, are probably going to just want to settle for one bloke.
1: Yeah,
3: whereas a bloke can be like, I've got a rotation of like five people. One of my guy friends used to be like, oh yeah, I've got this new girl in the rotation, and that was the phrase. Like in the ro was he Irish? No, he's American. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I got this new chick in the rotation. I'm like, fuck's sake. Uh, dick pics. Your first dick pic, was it
1: in America? Did you get dick pics in Ireland? I oh, but um, you wanted to follow your relationship. Were dick pics a thing when you were there?
3: No. Uh, well, actually, no, yeah. We would send each other photos. A little naughty, like here That's and there. You know, keeping the spice. Yeah. Um, but I've never... Wanted one. I've never like asked for one. No. Like I'll happily send you a picture of me tits. Like, but don't send me your dick ever. It does nothing for me, and I'm just gonna go and show me mates. Yeah, and she—you
1: sh- showed me a dick piglet. I showed and I took a picture night. of it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and it was the toe.
1: It was horrific.
3: The yeah. angle, his, because like when yeah. I, if I'm taking a picture, you take in everything, like what's in the background. You know, make everything neat and tidy, and everything's in order and where it's supposed to be this chap had his boxers around his ankles and then one toe was like pointing off into the direction it was like the opposite direction like he has a problem he yeah. has to go to a foot doctor yeah it was it like was long cramp and it yeah. was a long big it was toe. a long yeah. toe. it was more distracting it was more distracting than the yeah penis. i was yeah. zooming in on that more than on the penis
1: yeah that's what i took a picture of yeah the big toe yeah because i had my own like a, a dick pic I accidentally sent to me like they sent it the wrong number and like an airdrop one oh
3: i've never had an airdrop one i hear just this something on pig. the
1: train like nearly fucking dropped my phone yeah um but my ex-boyfriend an, an ex-boyfriend had sent me a dick pic oh i wonder did i get one before i might have gotten one when i was younger now and i can't even think of it i think i'd taken a picture of of an ex's dick once mm. when i was going to be abroad for a while and i just thought like there's a picture <laughs> of your dick there and i think i took it which is so funny oh god but the the most recent one like he had his foot in it and it was all veiny and i was like the poor lad no, we were it's like, really distracting they're just really bad at taking do you think dick size matters
3: yeah yeah i haven't have experienced a range of penis sizes <laughs> i can um and also i once had a crooked one Oh lovely. Mm, we call him the Allen Key. Don't be okay, because I the first guy I orgasmed with had a bit of a wonky curve and it's the best penis I've ever had. No, a curve, yes. This was a downward curve, <laughs> if you will. So picture an Allen key, but like not curved up. Pointing oh, down.
1: Oh, this is curved up. Oh no. Okay. Like
3: down. And I was really, really mad into him and the fact that this was happening because I knew him a while <laughs> and we were uh, like acquaintances in the bar and I you know guys when you're like he'd never look at me do you yeah. know he's so beautiful like not a hope I'll just admire from afar and then we ended up drinking one night and he was showing interest and I was like oh my god this is actually going to happen like this is the happiest day of my life and um, so we went home together and then when it was revealed I was like and I said it I I I'm far too vocal I don't have a filter and I literally was like What's the crack with your dick? <laughs> it's like, what's going on there now? Um, and he just kind of laughed it off and was like, yeah, obviously he's used to it. Um, was he American? He's American, yeah. Um, oh,
1: thank God for him. I think for Irish lad, he'd be like, oh, fuck no, this. He'd probably cry. <laughs> I'm out
3: of here. Um, I, I've intimidated a lot of Irish men that I've met over here. I've been told, like. But I think, anyway, American men, not so much. Um, yeah,
1: I know, I understand. that. I feel like America has made me more vocal. And mm. American men seem to not give a fucking, you could say anything to them. But yeah, yeah. It's
3: um, but go on anyway, tell us about the wonky thing. Anyway, it was just wonky. And it would took a bit of, like, maneuvering to get it in. And then it just, it, was just, it wasn't it was a good time. Aww. I was like, nah, no, it's a no from me. He'll find the right uh, yeah, I believe he has actually. We're Instagram friends. Uh, he seems to have a, a loving relationship now. Uh, to, I like,
1: think you just needs to get the right dick for the right vagina. Want, yeah. See, I had the right but, dick yeah. for my vagina. It just wasn't attached to the right person. Oh, I hate when that happens. And this is a lovely guy. This is honestly, this is like was a great, ex- but you know, it just we mm. weren't. We would never
3: been in a relationship. Yeah. We were just seeing each other casually. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, both. And yeah. um, but yeah, dick size. Yeah, I do think it matters. Um, to a point. You now, obviously, you don't have to have. Massive ones. I was telling you earlier, one bloke. Um I came out of the bathroom because you know you're all core, you're like, I'll be back in a minute and just gonna freshen up, you know? Yeah. Um getting an L makeup wipe down to the vag and uh, the <laughs> So classy um came out of the room and he's standing bollock naked. Uh we were in a hotel, standing bollock naked in the room, and I legitimately Was like taken aback and pointed at it and was like, that is not a dick. That is a fucking weapon. What are you planning on doing with that? And again, he was like, oh, oh, you're so funny, baby. And I was like, no, seriously, like back the fuck off. I don't know where you think that's going, but it's not going near me. (laughs) Like I couldn't even like a massive, like, you know, the aubergine emoji, like, you know, an aubergine. Yeah. Like, like a good sized fertilized to the max
1: aubergine well I had a guy and it was like the horse dick you know you see yeah. the stallions in the cards Yeah. and I thought you can get that foot- yeah.
3: away yeah. from me yeah. So and I then think- there was a turn off because again yeah. beautiful man great personality you know getting on like house on fire but it's like it's just not for me and look to any of the guys listening if you have a small dick if you have a big dick
1: if you have a fucking wonky ass Alan Key dick <laughs> we're not fucking judging you'll find the right vagina you for will.
3: you will and what is also important to note is everything else Outside of intercourse, do you know what I mean? Intercourse, (laughs) um, like going down on a girl. Yeah, if you've a fucking what you're doing, you know.
1: If you've a wonky dick, make sure you're. And same way, God, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, like, if you're kind of like, if you're like. Anyway, that's terrible. I mean, but there's—I have heard of a girl. A girl, she was sleeping with a guy with like a, a micro penis, but she was like, yeah. he was great." Whatever. everything else, yeah. And, and that was and that fucking great. Work. She I mean, was it's like, "That's fine.
3: Me. I need both." Um, <laughs> but you know, you need she to be said aware. She's of very, these
1: very, very, very tight. She says she probably might have a condition. So okay. actually, a smaller
3: dick works for so, her. So, see, so there you go. So they were fine. each other. Yeah, absolutely. They broke up. Um, <laughs> because the now they're both fucked because they're not going to find anyone else oh, to oh, watch. No.
1: So, um, so let's let's wrap this up because this is nearly an hour, and I said I'd keep it to forty-five minutes. Okay. What should we end on? You're okay with this being public? Your name? Yeah. You well, want tell the people your Instagram? I'm a fucking her because she's writing. Um uh sitcom is sitcom uh yeah comedy yeah yeah she's actress so support irish I'm an actress yeah trying to make it
3: yeah go on what's your instagram oh it is sarah ryan nyc
0: so Des is back
1: katie's back back again to the front. sorry i couldn't help myself
0: <laughs> uh so that was great you guys sharing about your uh Irish girl experiences in NYC
1: yeah
0: um the Sarah actually,
1: said she she feels like I, I don't know if I can't remember if she said this in this or said it to me afterwards but she said she feels like I'm a younger version of her I was like,
0: oh, oh interesting
1: yeah so I'll
0: see what happens
1: I know I'll be getting chlamydia soon <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's 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 uh it's good. You know, she talked about getting chlamydia and gonorrhea. I mean, th- they really are no big deal. It's funny because she didn't clarify that when she said when she heard she had chlamydia, she had learned that chlamydia can cause, uh, you know, you to be infertile, and it wasn't clear that that's not one hundred percent misinformation. It's undiagnosed chlamydia for a long period of time can cause infertility, so that is true. So she wasn't misinformation. important. She yes. wasn't misinformed there. But at the same yeah. time, it's quite hot. Ha- it's very difficult to get infertile from chlamydia. It requires you to be, you know, sexually active and never go for an STD check, really.
1: You know what? This has made me think of a good or probably a terrible analogy. But like if you're, if you like if you cut yourself a glass and your hand is bleeding and you have to go get stitches, you go get fucking stitches. So it's just like you just need to get tests because you just can't see the cook. Because then it's gone and it's not a big deal anyway. There's my analysis. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, if it's like you probably, probably should remind people at the end of every episode that you know, if you're checked. sexually active, you should just get checked. It should just be, it I should just be as checked. normal as going for a checkup. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have any stigma at all, you know. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go tomorrow. So, oh, you are? Oh, good for you. So yeah, uh, yeah, I gotta we go have too.
1: to. Yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> but you should just get tested on the regular. Um, Although it is always nice when somebody that you've been with recently calls you and is like, "Hey, by the way, just to let you know, I got tested and I don't have anything." You are like, "Yeah, all right, that's basically me testing." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so
1: funny because that happened to my friend. She was just telling me the other day. She goes, "Oh, the last guy I had sex just called me and said you get a STD check, and we didn't use a condom, so now I know I'm clear."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally not not a hundred percent true, but it is still it is still nice. But it is not you should you you should get tested yourself. And you know, some of these things they show up like a little bit later and stuff like that. So anyway um so it is it isn't misinformation about the chlamydia thing possibly she was just told like in in too much of a scary way but uh yeah i i I had chlamydia once i think i said that on the podcast but i I had chlamydia once but yeah you just take a pill it's over
1: yeah most Um, people i've known have had chlamydia i haven't but you know the last sex i had the condom came off so who knows what's gonna happen now
0: and then i had (laughs) another time i went for a check because i had like some you know like any number of fucking itchy things that have gone on in my life and I was paranoid so I went for a check and she said you know honestly I I don't think you have anything but if there's ever a concern we often just treat for it anyway so they treated me for gonorrhea turned out I didn't have it but I didn't have anything but they just they just did it just in case you don't have to come back so I actually did yeah. once get that gonorrhea jab but I didn't have gonorrhea so yeah was just my own paranoia. And like you said, like <laughs> when you thought you had something you felt your pussy burning, like that's like I I've know. had that so many times. And I'm literally sure if straight any afterwards. Guys, if there's any what?
1: Straight afterwards as soon as he said the condom yeah, slipped like, off, it, it, I was like, "Oh, oh my god, I feel it. I feel
0: the disease." How uh, your brain. And uh, like and and so often like I'm sure guys will identify with this. You have like unprotected sex with your partner. You've both been getting checked regularly. You're having very safe sex. And uh but like it can be rough where you have sex a couple of times that night and then like a day or two later, you know, you just have like marks on your dick just from sex. But of course you're just like, Oh fuck, I've got something now and then they fucking go away after a couple of days, you know. So it's just yeah. it's just a lot of a lot of mental stress that goes with that that you wouldn't really have if you just like got regularly checked and didn't have unprotected sex with people who you're not in a monogamous relationship with and getting getting checked regularly. Yeah. Um on the 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 wonky dick, I believe you guys were calling it. side <laughs> Poor of God, sorry. That's actually a, a condition called. Sorry, uh, oops. Peroni's disease, I believe. Oh, uh, Jesus. Rumor has it a couple of famous uh, people have it, but uh, yeah, it's an abnormal curvature of the penis. It's normally caused by an injury. So it's normally caused by like some sort of injury to the penis, and then in healing, it ends up healing a bit. Uh, a bit wonky but i would imagine that's quite i mean obviously a lot of men's penises have natural curvatures but yeah. uh i think what she was talking about was extreme uh parrot paranoids disease peroni peroni's disease i don't yeah. even know how to pronounce it oh no but, i couldn't
1: read it when he emailed me i was like that word is not for me
0: yeah but you do feel, you know it, it, it's it's a, it's a toughie that one you know
1: yeah, but look I think her, look I think women are so fucking understanding. It's fine. Like if a guy came to me with a wonky dick or like a dick that I don't like, I'll be like, yeah, sure, we gonna go with it for a bit. And but she wasn't know, understood.
0: she wasn't into it.
1: But she yeah, but like, she still had sex with him. And then it didn't it wasn't for her. And then he yeah. ended up finding, you know, he's been in a relationship so he found someone that it can work with. I yeah. think I think women he are found, pretty he found
0: somebody that likes yeah, right she, right angles. <laughs>
1: Yeah. She <laughs> because a, i think she has if she a, was a left understanding. turn in her vagina <laughs> how are you this is well this is it because you know one time i saw a dick that wouldn't be for my vagina but it's definitely for someone else's so you know it's like yeah we're all different shapes and sizes and i think if she were definitely like fuck she wouldn't have sex with him you know so i think that's the thing so he's grand he didn't seem you know he's just like fuck it um uh, but I need to go Google because I'm—I don't think I'm picturing as 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 wonky as it can be. Um, I'm gonna Google pervious dick after this.
0: Peroni's Peroni's disease. Well, I'll yeah. tell you—I'll I'll tell you right now if uh, if there's any good images. Um. But uh, I know that. Yeah, I'm not going to say who, but I know there's a couple of quite famous people that apparently have it
1: i love when famous people come out with something a bit mad like i was like i mean you
0: know online th- online there's the pictures don't show anything too crazy you know
1: yeah i would love if um more famous women's nude like i don't want their nudes leaked because that's bad on them but if they let their nudes be leaked like if they were like oh here's my nude and they all had like you know, like, a a bit of hair on their vag, I'd be like, yes! (laughs) Or, you know, something like, not just, anyway, that's, I'm going to get famous. I I recommend not
0: going online, because there's some pretty disturbing pictures on there.
1: Okay, I won't.
0: But, yeah, anyway. So, uh, anyway, uh, I mean, that was really it, other than you were talking about, you were talking about dick size, and does it matter on the with sarah and coincidentally enough i was sent uh i was sent a listener dilemma to be honest it was it was a dilemma that sort of secondhand dilemma and that this dilemma was sent to them uh because they're in the they're in the um uh what's the word uh oh god my brain suddenly not working you know in the world of uh mental health but they focus on uh Sexual issues, yeah and but this was sent to her by a friend who was actually sending the dilemma about another friend, so really, it's about four degrees separated by the time it got to me. but the dilemma is that this woman met this guy, amazing guy, uh you know, just like it, lovely in every way, the number of dates. I think she even met like his kid. You know, he's like a, you know, I think like divorced or something, met his kid and uh, it was just like, you know, just like a perfect guy. And then when they finally went to have sex, he had an unusually small penis. Like I'm assuming like a micro penis, Uh, you know, to the point where, uh, you know, she she tried to deal with it, but she's kind of grossed out by it. She doesn't, the dilemma is, you know, what, what do you do in that situation? Yeah. What do you think you would do?
1: I, (laughs) oh, I just think you're, if you're grossed out, that's kind of hard to get over. You know, I think another person wouldn't be grossed out, but if you're like, like kind of that sort of, if it's taken away from your attraction, it, it just is then, you know, like it's the same way as it's not. Okay. So one of my guy friends says he just can't, he just needs a big arse and that's he doesn't care what the tits size are but he just needs a big arse and he just can't really get off on a small arse and that's, it's kind of the same thing so I guess she just needs a, and sex life is important, you know, and it's, yeah. I feel bad for him but I yes. don't think she should, I don't think she should stay around because she feels guilty that he has a small penis, I think, you know, I think there's lots of great lads out there and I don't, and I don't think he won't, He, you know, he'll meet a girl who's more into fucking click action than and doesn't really, isn't really bothered with a dick, you know, there's a lot of girls who are just like oh just eat me out all the time. You know, you'll just find you'll find
0: I hope or well I'll just die alone maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's tough though. It's a tough scenario to... cuz you really like the guy. This is not you know, it's
1: Yeah, but I think if By you By the way, she's really not she like... hasn't
0: left yet. She hasn't left. She doesn't know what to do.
1: But if you really really like them, I think you kind of like I've liked some fucking weird looking fellas and I have just really liked them and you kind of you're attracted to the weird bits, right? If cuz I th- I cuz yeah, I know Yeah, she's
0: just not attracted to that. She likes this guy, but this is off-putting for her. That's the problem. It's not that you're attracted to the weird bit. If she was attracted to the weird bit, it wouldn't be a problem, but she's not.
1: No, but I mean, when you like someone, don't you usually like their stuff that you wouldn't usually be attracted
0: to, right? Yeah, I know, but that's 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 not what's going on here.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, does she really like him? Like, I mean, is there a part of her maybe that doesn't really like him? That's what I'm questioning. Well, no, I'm just
0: going on the information. I can't make any assumptions. The information is that she fell for this guy and then discovered that he had a really small penis. That's the dilemma.
1: Yeah, because I think if you fall for, like if you've fallen for someone, okay, look, I have no fucking experience in the falling aspect. But let's say if you fall for someone, you generally end up liking all, like you like stuff about them you wouldn't like about someone else. So if they have a big fucking penis and you don't usually like a big penis, but you're madly in love with them, you kind of find a way to make it work. I think you kind of end up, I don't know. I just think if she did really like him, it, yeah, but
0: that, it, that's, 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 uh,
1: or maybe she could talk to him about like getting fucking a dildo, a big dildo in there. Stuff, yeah.
0: yeah. But I mean, oh, you I, could definitely open I mean, I, I, assume that if you have this problem of having an unusually small penis that you, you have all these other things. But I, I, I think to be honest in this dilemma, I think there's nothing she can do. She's become fixated on it and she's yeah, not going to get over it, which well, is I completely agree know. with
1: you. Because then, once you become fixated, and I, it, it, it kind of gets a little worse. You're like in your head about it. You can't yeah, get in you your head or you take the moment. you
0: can't get away from it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think for any guys who do have that, like, we're not like slagging here or whatever, but like, I do think you're right about how you should have other stuff in your arsenal, being like, look, I know it's not the biggest, but like, I'm happy to fucking bring in a dildo. I'm happy to like do whatever you want. I'm like a good, good eating, you know, like, I would. You they ha- you have to be fucking... You have to be self-aware. You feel yeah. for both of them. Yeah, here. because there's nothing he can do. But, like... But here's why I said earlier, actually, about... You know, when you do really like someone, you kind of end up liking the other stuff. Like, you find the weird bits about them attractive. Like, I find um, small hands really unattractive. Like, it turns me off. Like, if a guy comes up and talks to me with small hands, I'm like, get away from me. Um, I just can't have them on my body. And that's just my thing. I'm not attracted to it. It turns me off straight away. But a guy I have liked now for a while has really small hands and that's how i know i must really like them (laughs) because i'm like what the fuck i would never like small hands does that make sense
0: well yeah it makes sense that you don't like small hands but i think
1: like (laughs) when you like someone you kind of you you're when you really like someone
0: yeah i know but you know you see the thing is that you knew in advance you know that's not oh, something that reveals itself right. after it the fact. It was
1: like his hands were hiding in gloves. It's not the same. On. Oh, that's no. so, that's a good point. Oh, Jesus, Daz, you're right. That's a good point. Oh, fuck
0: it. So that's the problem. She fell for the guy and then it was revealed after the fact. Oh,
1: the poor lad. Can, I, can, he, does, can he get a penis enlargement? Is <laughs> that bad?
0: Well, apparently penis enlargements are not a very successful operation. Okay,
1: don't do that then. Um, I feel bad for him.
0: But I think you can put like a prosthesis yeah, on Yeah, he'd you know?
1: definitely like, be like, look, let's get the toys out and that might be better sex than. You know i yeah I think think on his level,
0: anyway, it's just it was just something that came up, yeah, but what I will say though, is that in terms of men and their obsession with their dick size, um statistically, apparently a huge percentage of men think that their dick is not big enough, but in actual fact it's it's more than ample, so their their perception of what is enough for a woman is way off. Yeah that that's that's my understanding on terms of the yeah. in terms of the stats and if
1: you ask every woman i'm sure they've all heard this before but most women are like average is fine get away from me with your big like do you know if you're
0: like oh I have a big cock yeah it seems to be that average is preferred yeah,
1: yeah. no
0: but then i guess you can fetishize oh, and of course you know like but you know it's it's not like it's it's not like men can turn around and be like that's not cool that you know some women like big dicks because some guys like big tits yeah. some guys like a big ass I like my friend with the big ass some women you know some women like older guys some women like hairy guys they hate like you know very groomed guys and then some women prefer really groomed guys you know everyone has their thing yeah. you know and for
1: the girl actually with the dilemma the the friend I said with the big arse uh, the girl he was dating is amazing and he absolutely loved her he's like best friends and he was just like I just I need I just need a big arse and it's like just for what gets him off it's just in, like there's nothing there's nothing they can do there's nothing she's nothing like she's gonna run off and get a fucking Kim Kardashian arse um but yeah so it's just you just there's things you're into and there's and that's it oh it's fucked up we're all fucked on
0: that note (laughs) so uh we could do it some some fresh reviews we haven't had any reviews for like a week so we could do it some reviews yeah it's good for our chart position check every day or you know put up the um fuckers
1: it sounded weird i don't know why i said that sorry (laughs) 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 It's <laughs> came out of my mouth I'm, ga- I'm like American like, like you resent
0: that. you resent the fact that. but you, you've just said fuckers to people that have probably already left a review I know. You
1: know? no I love them they know I love but, them I'm joking yeah. so, but this uh, is to the people who aren't please do it
0: <laughs> positive and then, uh, obviously hit us up on Instagram at Katie Boyle comic at Des Bishop uh, I've been getting a lot of standing ovations at me and mama so make sure you check that out before it all sells right. out I'm in Cork uh, I'm in Cavan on Friday Ooh. if you're in Cavan and then I'm in Cork next weekend oh. and then limerick and wexford the week after so uh check that out katie got anything uh, special coming up
1: um no just regular shows and um a lot of irish team shows over march but, uh, that's it.
0: oh yeah of course yeah <coughs> well do uh do go uh, go check that out katie boyl comic uh, follow
1: me please
0: yes follow katie and uh, and if you're at my show fucking raise your hand for the love of god don't don't yeah. don't hold back if I ask if you listen to the shift. Yeah. Um. All right, team. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with what I don't know, but we will be back next week.
1: No views. Sorry, I called you fuckers. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Bye,
0: Bye, everyone.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?